You're listening to KHOL. I'm Tyler Pratt with your local newscast. Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon has ordered flags be flown at half-staff as a mark of respect for the victims of the mass shooting in Maine. The move follows a proclamation from President Joe Biden. Flags will be flown at half-staff until sunset on Monday. The Wyoming Department of Health is hosting informational public meetings around lead poisoning. Wyoming Public Radio's Jordan Uplinger has more. In collaboration with the CDC and state health departments, the Wyoming Health Department will be hosting a number of webinars focused on lead poisoning and its prevention. They are for the general public, but Forrest Sharp with the department says parents are especially encouraged to participate. The, the goal is to get parents to play a more proactive role in their children's health and to try to increase testing rates and just knowledge of the lead exposure in the home so that we can actually prevent the exposure before it happens. Most lead poisoning in children results from eating chips of deteriorating lead-based paint, an avoidable issue through health precautions. For Wyoming Public Radio, I'm Jordan Uplinger. Residents living in and around the Tetons say they love living here, but are concerned with where the region is headed. Those are preliminary results from a recent survey aiming to collect data on how people feel about the region. Jacksontown Councilperson and Economist Jonathan Schechter recently asked questions of the community via phone and online to get a baseline for what he calls the Hope Index. The Hope Index is trying to get a sense of how hopeful we are as a community, as a region, as people who clearly love living here but are really worried about the future. Schechter says he got answers from roughly 1,200 residents living in both Wyoming and Idaho's Teton counties, as well as Star Valley. And big takeaways are that respondents say they place high value on community, but worry affordability is hurting the region. And 46 out of 47 demographic groups said that the most important thing was the environment. Schechter says the aim of the data collection was to understand how people are feeling about the region to try and come up with creative solutions to issues here, but acknowledged this first survey had some flaws. He only used phone answers in his findings, saying the online ones weren't statistically sound, and also said he had trouble reaching younger people 18 to 34, as well as the Latino community. Schechter said he plans to redo the survey next year and try to gather sentiments from a wider variety of demographics in the region. Cattle grazing can coexist with one of the region's most iconic and threatened birds, according to new research. The Mountain West News Bureau's Milwaukee reports. The greater sage grouse is known for its elaborate mating displays and sensitive nesting sites. Its main ecosystem, sagebrush, is declining, and wildlife officials have long debated whether the species should be federally protected. Professor Courtney Conway was part of a decade-long study led by the University of Idaho. He said in a video that ranching has often been a part of those discussions. Most of the management guidelines and uh, the, the lawsuits and litigation so far have been completely based on the premise that livestock grazing reduces sage-grouse nesting success. The study showed moderate grazing actually doesn't hurt sage-grouse nesting. In fact, there could be benefits. More cattle on a landscape usually means more bugs, good food for chicks, Researchers tracked dozens of grouse and sampled vegetation in Idaho. They say this study should inform future land management decisions about grazing and habitat protection. I'm Will Walkie. You're tuned to K-12, Jackson Hole Community Radio.